You're listening to a podcast series celebrating the 25th anniversary of GINA, the global initiative for asthma. We're in London to interview world-renowned asthma specialists, healthcare professionals and patients, focusing on the issues, objectives and achievements of GINA and to look ahead to the future developments that the next 25 years will bring. And in this podcast, we want to find out more about the history, aims and achievements of GINA and its significance and role in the care of people with asthma. And I'm joined by Louis-Philippe Boulet, who's a member of the GINA board and professor of pulmonology at Laval University, Quebec City in Canada. Very good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Could you just explain why was this initiative developed? Sure. Uh, The global initiative for asthma called GINA um, is an initiative that has been developed about 25 years ago under the auspices of the World Health Organization and the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute in the U.S. uh, to provide guidance on what is the optimal strategy to manage asthma. At the time, there was an increased awareness about uh, asthma morbidity, and also there was an increase in asthma death. So uh, groups of experts uh, gathered together to try to review the situation and try to uh, make uh, this uh, guidance to the clinician on how to optimally manage asthma. Over the years, uh, GINA has regularly published and annually updated a global strategy for asthma management and prevention uh, that has formed the basis, in fact, for many national guidelines. So how is GINA structured and uh, what is the mandate of its uh, committees and members? Yes, of course, this may not be uh, always evident, but we have, in fact, mainly Uh, to start with a scientific committee mandated to review uh, the literature, the most current data on asthma and determine what are the changes that should be made to the the yearly report. The committee members for this scientific committee are selected to include a representative of the various regions of the world, various experts, uh, with also different domains of expertise, uh, both for adult and pediatric asthma. Then there is another committee uh, called the GINA Dissemination and Implementation Committee that focuses on how to make the recommendations made happening in the clinic or on site, how to translate those recommendations into care. So they produce different tools, as I mentioned. Uh, They look at the recommendation and see how we can help the clinician or uh, different other practitioners to uh, incorporate these uh, re- these recommendations, in fact, to their day-to-day practice and also for patients. And finally, there is a GINA assembly that constitutes a forum to promote a dialogue and exchange of scientific information and also discuss different local initiatives on asthma uh, so that we can see what's happening all around the world. Sometimes there are extra, very good examples of what could be done, in fact, to improve care uh, that have been very successful in some countries that can be used in other countries. And of course, it's a link between the scientific dissemination and implementation committees and the other representative of different countries in the world. So finally, uh, as an umbrella over all these committees, we have the GINA main governing body, which is its its board of directors. 
And this board is made uh, once again of experts from different countries with different expertise, uh, some in content methodology, and of course, uh, all uh, disciplines related to asthma. Of course, its main mandate is to increase awareness of asthma and its public health consequences, uh, promote the uh, identification of reason for the increased prevalence of asthma, uh, promote the study of the association between asthma and the environment, or in order to in fact reduce uh, the asthma morbidity and mortality and improve the management of this condition. Uh, uh, there is also a role to promote uh, the availability and accessibility of effective asthma therapy. We often hear about the GINA guidelines. Is GINA really a guideline? No, in fact, uh, GINA is not a traditional guideline. Uh, it's mostly what we call a strategy document, which while making recommendation based on the best available evidence, also including other options which may be applicable according to the geographical peculiarities and resources, uh, it, it's in fact clinically oriented and its reports are conceived to provide support to the clinician worldwide in, in all countries. So can you give us a good idea, Louis-Philippe, of the GINA accomplishments in the last 25 years? Well, uh, of course, uh, it's been a busy 25 years and uh, many initiatives have been uh, done. I think uh, the main uh, product uh, delivered by GINA has been this yearly report uh, on the management of adult and pediatric asthma. Uh, there have been also summaries in the form of at-a-glance uh, documents, they call that at-a-glance, or pocketbooks also that summarize the main uh, principles that have been described in the, in the general report, the long report. Uh, of course, all these documents have been updated regularly, uh, usually yearly. Um, there have been also more recently new tools that have been developed to uh, facilitate the implementation of the GINA recommendations. Uh, the website, of course, is one of our main ways to communicate this information and to offer the tools to the clinician or those interested about asthma. Uh, so, and recently it's been, in fact, improved markedly. There have been additional tools and uh, there has been uh, for a long time a teaching slide kit so that if a, a, a clinician or somebody wants to present on asthma, they have a resource there that summarizes the main uh, GINA recommendations. Um, there has been also a patient guide because, of course, GINA is interested to help the clinician, uh, particularly in primary care, uh, to manage asthma uh, the best way it could be, according to the current evidence. But of course, there is a very important role of patient in regard to its involvement in its own treatment and participate to the decision with the clinician. So we try to develop uh, tools uh, for the patient to better understand the disease and its management. So I, I think uh, we're still in the process of developing many of these documents, of these tools. There is an application that is uh, being prepared. So, uh, and of course, all documents have been translated in many languages so that it can really be of interest in, in various parts of the world. We're commemorating the first 25 years of GINA and embracing the future changes that the next 25 will bring, of course. So what are the activities planned for the 25th anniversary? 
Well, in fact, some of the activities have been uh, going on for a while. Uh, we have a, a yearly asthma day, and of course, it will be uh, particularly mentioned that China has now a quarter of a century of activity. So the asthma day, I think, uh, is a, a, an excellent opportunity to uh, increase the awareness about uh, the GINA uh, reports and about the, the new recommendations. Of course, uh, there will be publications. In fact, I'm referring those interested to a, a publication on the history of GINA that should be published in, in the next uh, two, three months from now. Uh, there is also a summary of uh, the uh, history of GINA, where we come from, and all the initial mandates and so on in the global report, at the beginning of the global report. But I think this year we'll see many publications on, uh, well, the change in concept over time, uh, how GINA evolved, uh, the links with other societies or other uh, reports like the gold uh, on COPD. So I think it will be, uh, please stay aware of, of everything happening and look at the website. This will be publicized, of course, in, on the website. How do you think GINA is going to evolve over the next few years? Well, very interesting question. I must tell you that uh, I think GINA, in the, if I look at the past, has been working in in hand with many organizations, we discuss with many groups uh, producing, in fact, guidelines for asthma with different organizations, both for health professionals and also patients. And I think GINA has developed over time uh, to become a global reference for asthma management, so an international body. Uh, that does not compete with national uh, asthma treatment guidelines or organization, but mostly aims at uh, to, to, to produce a distillate, in fact, of what has been done in regard to the good work by the other organization and also review itself all this evidence to make it uh, clinically oriented and practical, in fact, to uh, help uh, the uh, practitioners or, or patients or everybody involved with asthma to be better manage this condition, this uh, disease that should be usually just a minor nuisance, as my mentor said in the past, but now we, which is associated with so, so much problem. So <clears throat> I think efforts will be devoted not only to, uh, to uh, deliver, in fact, a recommendation based on this very solid evidence uh, in collaboration with many other groups also, but also uh, we will support, in fact, uh, the recommendation, the dissemination and implementation of this recommendation. Uh, finally, I should not forget that patients should have a voice in these processes. And uh, Gina has involved patient in allied health professional for, from numerous countries into the Gina assembly and want to hear more about the, the stakeholders, but uh, also the end user uh, of its products. So, uh, uh, increasingly, of course, we are looking and searching comments and feedback from all the groups uh, toward uh, uh, which the, the, these uh, tools or these resources are devoted. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, this will make it even better in the future because we will target more efficiently uh, those who will benefit from these products, from these uh, activities. So hopefully, Gina will still stay, in fact, a global reference for asthma management, a very uh, concrete and practical uh, tool. And uh, well, once again, we look forward to collaborate with everybody to try to improve the situation with this disease. Well, congratulations on reaching 25 years. We 
Really appreciate the work that Gina has done. Professor Louis-Philippe Poulet, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. It was a pleasure. The GINA website has a suite of up-to-date, evidence-based documents, booklets, videos, an implementation toolkit, and other useful information. If you're a healthcare professional interested in GINA resources for your hospital or healthcare system, or if you have ideas for new resources, please email us via our website, ginaasthma.org. Thank you for listening and for sharing in our mission to reduce the global burden of asthma.